most of us cannot say with certainty that we have ever seen or encountered an angel of heaven before. Uh, there are places in scripture that tell us that angels sometimes um, come to earth and interact with humans and take on a human form and uh, they uh, for whatever reason get sent to uh, our sphere from the heavenly sphere uh, we don't know God's purposes in that. Sometimes they come as messengers or perhaps they come to give a warning. Uh, many people believe in guardian angels or uh, angels that are watching over them. Um, but we know that there are heavenly beings called angels. The Bible describes them. Uh, often they're seen in the context of the throne room of God in heaven and they're angels that are worshiping him. Um, and... Genesis, uh, when Adam and Eve uh, are discovered to have sinned and God levels their discipline and they're removed from the garden, an angel is uh, stationed in the garden uh, to prevent them from returning. And uh, places throughout the scriptures we see angels interacting with humans. Uh, as we move on in Luke, uh, in chapter 1, we're, we're moving into the story of the birth of John the Baptist. And in that story, uh, his um, father, <laughs> Zechariah, who was an old man, a priest of God, has an encounter with an angel. And this angel came to bring him a message about the events surrounding his son's birth and to help him understand what God was doing uh, by allowing his aged wife, um, Elizabeth, who was a cousin to Jesus' mother Mary, uh, to get pregnant in her older age. Now, in that culture... Um, birthing age for women was much younger uh, than it is today. And so perhaps the fact that she was childless um, at the age, whatever age she was when this story is accounted for in Luke's gospel, um, made her on the older end of the spectrum. It's possible she was 30 or 40, or it's possible she was quite aged. Um, we don't really know for sure, um, but the story is a beautiful one, and I love the way uh, that uh, this encounter takes place and the way that God um, addresses uh, Zechariah's uh, questions and need in a very direct way and puts that to rest for him and helps him accept the trajectory of what will be happening in the life of his family over the months of his wife's pregnancy. So the biblical account is quite interesting. It um, happens in Luke's gospel between verses 5 and 25, and we'll tackle those today, and then I'll touch on a few things as we wrap up. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We're getting into the the home stretch. It's Thursday, and uh, we just have to press on a couple more days 
uh, into the weekend, Lord. And we thank you for the way that your hand and your spirit have sustained us this week. And we thank you that you're always present and always with us. Father, uh, would you teach us through your word today as we read it together? Help us to uh, see and celebrate your hand at work. And where we see your hand at work in the lives of the biblical characters, we can be reminded that your hand is always at work in our lives too. And we give you thanks, Lord God, that you're faithful uh, to do your work and to complete it as uh, the Bible promises. We give you thanks and uh, we ask that you would uh, tune us in to what you want to say. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's jump right into the word. Uh, We've got a lot of ground to cover today. This is Luke's account of the birth of John the Baptist. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as a priest before God, he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you're to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring many back to many of the people of Israel back to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Now, this is a great story (laughs) uh, full of supernatural encounters. And uh, you have to love Zechariah. He is this old priest He's been serving the Lord for a long time, and here he is at church doing his thing, and all of a sudden, an angel appears to him and has this message, Uh, and evidently the answer to their prayer uh, came as a surprise to him. He had been praying for a long time, evidently, Um, as the angel says, your prayer's been heard. Your wife's going to bear you a son, and here's what you're to call him. 
you can imagine the <laughs> excitement, the surprise, the um, the shock of this message uh, for Zechariah. But the delivery method <laughs> is equally surprising. God went big on this one. Um, and I love how he describes the man that John would be. Isn't that beautiful? It's just beautiful. He said he's going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. God is going to use him to bring people back to his heart. And he'll be operating in the spirit and the power of Elijah. He's going to turn parents' hearts back to their children. And he's going to wake up the disobedient to the wisdom of God. He's going to make a people who are ready for the Lord. That's a beautiful ministry, and I delight in those words. Oh, how I pray for my children that God would use them in similar ways to reach the lost for the kingdom of God and Christ, that their lives would be such a winsome witness for Jesus in the world that people who are walking in the far country, people who are living in a far-off place, would come to see and to know Jesus through the witness of my children. I pray that for them. I pray that God would use them in that mighty way. And here's an angel telling Zechariah that he and his wife Elizabeth are going to have a son who's doing just those things, who's operating in the power and purpose of God. A beautiful, beautiful promise for these parents who had waited for so long for their child to be born. And uh, understandably, Zechariah is a little bit doubting. How could this be? And uh, the angel says, oh, it's going to be. Listen, you're talking to the angel who stands in the presence of God. And because you question me, I'm going to make sure that you pay attention to what's happening. So we're not going to let you talk for the duration of your wife's pregnancy. (laughs) And you will see all these things come true at their appointed time. You see, when we doubt God, he has to get our attention. And he'll do whatever he's got to do to get our attention so that we will pay attention to what his spirit is doing. Uh, doubt is just a way of saying, Lord, I don't think you can do that. Uh, I'm not sure I want to be in a position to tell God, I don't think you can do that. Uh, But we do that at times, and God um, has to show us uh, that he is more than capable of doing the things that he promises us that he will do. And so he goes home to Elizabeth, and she is celebrating the good news, and she's believing it, and she's rejoicing in it. And... um, uh, it's it's such a hard thing to understand how not having a child could bring shame on a family in those days. And I suppose today, too, in friendship groups, maybe there is this sort of unspoken, hey, what's wrong with them that they can't get pregnant kind of thing? And I know the pain of that. I've watched that in my own friends' lives. And uh, when my kid's mom and I were hopeful for children and waiting for nine years, it was quite a struggle. Uh, But then finally, the Lord blessed and those beautiful children came and we rejoice in their births and in the people they are and the people they're becoming in Christ. If you have children today, I hope that you are reminded in your spirit as we read this story what a gift they are. I hope, too, that you're praying for the purposes of God in and over their lives, that you might see the fulfillment of His purpose in their lifetime and in your lifetime. You'll see them walking in His ways. I don't think there's a greater prayer that we can pray over our children, that they would walk in God's ways and be hungry after His will. 
What a beautiful story. <laughs> I don't know if you've encountered angels or not. I'm, I'm not sure if I have or not. I'm certainly open to the possibility that I have. I'm open to the possibility that God has put people in my life who were angelic beings, who had a thing they needed to speak to me for just a short time. And uh, I don't know. I can't uh, say that there's been a remarkable encounter that sticks out that makes me wonder, but it's certainly possible. And maybe that's true of your life as well. Uh, The reminder is that God uh, will get his message to us in whatever way he needs to. (laughs) So be reminded today, the Lord has something to say to you and he'll he'll get the message to you. Keep your ears and eyes open for his uh, working all around you. Hey, thanks for listening today. God bless you as you set out on your journey. Enjoy the day and be reminded that his word is always speaking and always teaching. You take care.